My name is Scott Chaloner and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us here on a bright autumn day here in the capital and I'm delighted to say that joining me on today's programme is Andrew Rooney, director at Rooney Fish. Um, Rooney Fish is a family-run business based in Kilkeel, Northern Ireland, which specialises in catching, preparing and processing the finest fish caught from the surrounding waters. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the programme and we're delighted to have you alongside me today. Thank you very much for having me. It's our pleasure, Andrew. Um, Now, you're in an interesting position being based in Northern Ireland, given that you are part of the UK, but for all intents and purposes, you are de facto still within the EU Customs Union. So I can imagine that makes for sort of quite an interesting trading environment. Um, Have there been any sort of challenges associated with trade within your business um, since that Brexit has come into full force at the start of the year? Well, being in Northern Ireland here, we're still under EU rules. And so, therefore, it still allows us to trade with the EU as we were before. Um, because uh, we can go through the south of Ireland into Europe. Mm. Um, so, therefore, Brexit really hasn't given us any trading issues uh, for selling any, any of my products into Europe. Um, the only problem with Brexit is uh, workers. We, we cannot get workers. Not directly involved with trading um, sending goods to the UK across the Irish Sea. Uh, we've been affected slightly with the goods coming to myself in Northern Ireland. Um, I will buy product in, in mainly Scotland. Uh, or now they have to go to Glasgow, they have to be checked, done. Um, unfortunately, a lot of businesses in Scotland didn't set up for this coming in, mm. and we were held up a whole lot. Um, it's something that needs to be looked at, something that needs to be cleared up. Um, it is something that can be done quite easily if, if the government would uh, relax a bit more uh, and going back to uh, when we used to trade before with North and South there was uh, you know the, the, the territory was relaxed a bit yeah and hopefully of course the ongoing negotiations with the Northern Ireland Protocol will bring some sort of resolution to that um, obviously while all that's raging on it's in the backdrop of the COVID-19 situation which has been raging on since early 2020 now um, how has that sort of affected your business from an operational perspective, would you say? Because I can imagine that's brought its own challenges. Uh, well, actually, in COVID, we never uh, shut down. Uh, we kept going. Uh, we were very, very lucky here uh, uh, with uh, keeping COVID away. Um, and as I say, we, we, didn't really, we didn't really shut down at all. Workers were kept working. Um, the oyster farm was the main business uh, during COVID because oysters keep growing. Mm. They need to be kept kept working. Um, I did feel the effect of COVID in December. Uh, I informed Adira about this in January, but um, it wasn't on the remit in January. And then in April, um, Adira came on to me and asked me what, what was happening. <laughs> Uh, but we felt we felt the effects of COVID early because of China closing down. 
they were stepping back, orders were getting lower and lower. But about, I think it was April, May, China opened up again and goods were allowed to go to China. We've had problems with airlines not wanting to fly to China. We've had a lot of problems with um, containers for frozen goods to go out to China. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't get any containers to go to China or Korea, uh, which we lost uh, valuable business over. Them that that period was the frozen container side of it. As uh, we just couldn't get any containers. Containers were going out. The containers weren't coming back. Interesting, and I think it warrants mentioning as well that you are a long-established business. You've been around since the mid-70s, and you're an award-winning company that's really stamped a mark on the industry, so you're very familiar with the territory. Would you say that this is probably the biggest challenge that you've ever faced during your time in business? Well, I have to say it's definitely been my biggest challenge in the uh, since my, fa- my mother and father started the business in 1975. Unfortunately, my father passed away and uh, just before COVID. And uh, so it definitely was the biggest thing that I've ever, I've ever faced. And do you feel that you've come away from the last two years, perhaps having learned something from this experience of crisis management, if we call it that? Yeah, well, it was always, you try to keep your, your head above water, as we say. Uh, and just try to keep going, try to keep your staff, try to keep your staff from wages. The government assistance helped us out later on. It didn't help us out at the start. It did help us out later on. But um, it was just a matter of knuckle down and tighten the belts and keep going because there was no real government helping you, you know. So do you feel effectively that you've been left to fend for yourselves in effect and that there's been no sort of leadership from above in that sense yeah that would be correct yeah as i said i did contact the officials in december to talk about it but you know it wasn't in their remit so i was left alone and how do you respond to that in leading your own business because when you've got a lot of anxious colleagues perhaps sort of looking to you for the answers and you're getting no support from above like how do you go about dealing with that situation yeah it's just one of them things you knuckle down you get on with it. You know, we, we in the fishing industry, we're used to that, being by ourselves, knuckling down, and just getting on with the job, trying to get the product to the customers as best as you can, and trying to keep the staff in a wage. My staff over the whole COVID period have been absolutely brilliant, so they have, without them, without them, there's no me, you know? Yeah. So uh, the staff have been have been just brilliant even uh, we got three gold stars this year for oysters you know and uh, we got gold and blast in the hern which which is a, a real honor to them they're, they're the ones so they are and do you think that company culture that you've ingrained within your business perhaps has a part to play in sort of how the staff have responded to this crisis and how they've applied themselves because you know they're happy in their roles and they're sort of willing to go above and beyond for you yeah, yeah, we're a family business through and through. My mother and father started the business when the old story is my father said when I was the height of a fish hook, I went to work because I could pull the fish hook and pull the fish boxes. You know, so we're just one big family here. The staff are the exact same. They're treated just like 
like one of the family. We're a family business, and family businesses tend to really knuckle down. We're not about, well, we are about bottom flickers, but we're not all about, we're not run by accountants. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Sort of family-run business, family values. And um, with that in mind, Andrew, given that you're sort of running a business that's successful, um, given that we do have a lot of younger viewers that tend to tune into this podcast that may be of that entrepreneurial mindset and maybe have that big idea and are thinking of going into business themselves, um, what sort of advice as a successful businessman would you give to somebody to really sort of get them to look at the opportunities out there and really embark on that road to success as you have? Just to... Uh not go down. Uh, you know, I, any question is not not a stupid question. Even a stupid question is a stupid question. Ask everybody. Surround yourself with the right people, and just talk to people and see how they got along and how they've done it. And there, you know, I know we're all in businesses, and most of us are in the same business, but we do talk to each other. You know. Mm we have seen a lot of that during the pandemic haven't we we've seen an acknowledgement of people realizing that we are in the same boat even as competitors we're not sort of in this alone and we've seen business leaders sort of coming together speaking to each other more and really being willing to learn from each other is that something that you would agree with yeah yeah indeed and while we are on the topic of learning, I suppose a lot of how we learn within business comes from the setbacks that we face. And COVID, of course, has been a very big example of that. Um, would you say that it's necessary for us to suffer setbacks and to perhaps make mistakes and learn from them in order to be successful within business? Well, we all would hope we, we wouldn't have to, you know, but it, it's, mm. you know, it's, my father said it's the making of you. <laughs> You know, yeah, you, yeah, probably you have to go through hard times. Well, like in the fishing industry, it's hard times all the time, mm. you know, with the regulations and, and boats going to guard duty, and you know, so it is hard, hard times. But you know, you just it is the type of job you have to have that mentality is you just knuckle down, get on with it, tighten your belt. What has to be done has to be done. It's a seven day week job, 24 hours a day. If a fishing boat needs you, you have to be there. If staff need you, you have to be there. Yeah, it's that win or learn mentality, isn't it? You take the lessons on board, you suffer the setbacks, take it on the chin, and you, you know, you just plow on with it. Yeah, indeed. And looking to the future now, as we sort of get to grips with the pandemic, hopefully get over the acute phase of the crisis in this next year and sort of embrace the challenges of the post-COVID world, um, where ideally do you sort of see yourselves as a business by this time next year? And what would you really like to sort of have achieved going forward? Still be here. You know, that's what it is at the minute. It's still keep my head above water and to, uh, just, just to keep surviving. Because there, you know, there is no help coming from up, up, up top. So, you know, you just have to keep surviving and see who comes out at the other end. It's amazing what you're capable of, isn't it? When you're sort of thrown into a situation with factors beyond your control, you've got sort of no help from above, and you know you're sort of capable of great things. You're capable of keeping your head above water. You're capable of excelling, and you know we've seen that in abundance over the uh, the last uh, couple of years. And long may that continue. We are unfortunately just about on, out of time on the uh, the programme uh, this morning, Andrew, but it's been a pleasure welcoming you onto the uh, the show today. And I do hope that you um, did enjoy the experience of coming onto the programme and you have a very Merry Christmas and enjoy the upcoming holidays. And most importantly as well, take care and stay safe with all that's still uh, going on in the world. Yeah, thank you very much. The same to yourself, Nick. 
fantastic and i hope as well that in future we might even be able to catch up on the program just to see how the business is getting on in the next year and hopefully we'll be able to look back at this and there'll be a real tale of success to share and you'll still be surviving and you'll still really be going strong yeah yeah that'll be great it's always good to get a good news story out (laughs) (laughs) absolutely so thank you again andrew and i do hope that you and everybody tuning into today's interview enjoy the uh, the program and do have a very very merry christmas again and enjoy the upcoming holidays and i should also add to all of those tuning in that if you feel that you have your own story of success and innovation to share with us here at the leaders council then you too can also apply to be on the program via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply until next time Take care, everyone, and goodbye. And we'll be back with you again very soon, I'm sure.